You're listening to The Wonder Podcast, brought to you by Be The Change Youth Initiative, where we believe everyone should be seen, heard, and loved. We're committed to educating, equipping, and empowering youth to use their lives in advocacy for others. The Wonder Podcast was created to be a space where we truly see and hear one another. Because when we listen to people's stories, empathy is cultivated. So we'd like to invite you along with us as we listen and learn from others. This is The Wonder Podcast. I met today's guest, Ryan Rose, through our friends at To Write Love in Our Arms. This past September at our concert for a cause, we raised over $2,000 for National Suicide Prevention Month, which we split between our friends at Tennessee Suicide Prevention Network and To Write Love in Our Arms. I reached out to our friend Amber and asked where I should send the money, and she sent me a link to their fundraising page, and that's where I found Ryan's campaign to raise $10,000 for them. I can't remember how much Ryan had raised at that point, but after reading her story and this crazy idea of rollerblading across the country, we knew we wanted to support her efforts because it underscores everything we're about at Be The Change Youth Initiative, the simplicity of using your gifts and talents to help others, but nothing about what Ryan did was simple, so... That is why we brought her here to share her story with us today. Thank you so much for coming on. We're so excited for you to share more about your story and this adventure. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to share it. Yes. So before we get started, would you mind giving an intro to who you are? Absolutely. So I am a Pennsylvania native. I grew up there until I was about 18. And ever since then, I've been kind of moving around. I moved over to Oregon. Um, California for a little bit, over in Austin for a few years, and now I live in New York City where I've been staying and hopefully will stay for the foreseeable future. I do photography full-time. I freelance. A little bit of everything. I do portraits, weddings, corporate stuff. I used to do music photography in Austin, like concerts and musicians. Um, I also do animation and cartooning. And yeah, and I guess I rollerblade sometimes. That is so amazing. And before we start, I always ask our guests kind of three fun get to know you questions. The first one is what was your favorite song to listen to while traveling the country? Oh my gosh. If you could well, only pick one. <laughs> well, funny thing. Well, do you mean driving or rollerblading? Because it doesn't matter, whichever. Ooh, dang. I guess one of my favorite songs is Take the Long Way Home by Super Tramp. Mm. And that always is my favorite song to end the day on. I like to put that as like the last thing I listen to at the end of the day. I love that. Uh, the next question is, do you have a favorite TV series or movie that you just can't stop watching? Ooh. You know, I'm not a big TV person. Uh, I just don't have the attention span to stick with a whole series unless I'm watching it straight through Mm -hmm. but movie wise I'm really into horror genre so pretty much all the old 80s horror flicks I love b-side movies just all that jazz yes yes love that too and then the last question is what was your craziest experience while on the road there's so many different crazy experiences for different reasons Mm. I guess the the subtlety of just being alone in the desert just on rollerblades and nothing around nobody around was an experience in itself 
um, even day three, we like ran out of water. And I think having that happen to us and the severity of like having no resources or no, no service or whatever, just probably felt the, the craziest. It made it most real. Mm. I can't think of a single, single moment on the trip, but the overall thing was just, there was so much craziness intertwined. Yeah, I think that's so beautiful. And that's what's so great about adventures though and trying different things is that hectic and like craziness that's just encapsulated in all of it. (laughs) I think that's what's so great about adventures like that. Even with us living in the RV for about a year, that was like a whole, like kind of the same question. If I had to answer that question and be like, I don't really know. All of it was just so surreal and we were just in the moment. And that's what was so cool about it. (laughs) Yeah, I, this is actually the first time I've, I've really stopped and thought about the trip because once I got back, I went like straight back to work. So I haven't time to process it still, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Everything happened so quick. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure you know. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely feel the same way. Uh, Well, first off, once again, thank you for saying yes to having this conversation. It means so much to me more than you could ever know. I learned about your cross-country adventure, like I said, through Try Love in Our Arms, and we've followed you along ever since. (laughs) Probably because rollerblading across the country is totally insane, a badass thing to do, which is something our family has a heart for. Not the rollerblading, but the badass thing to do. (laughs) Um, But honestly, I'd love to hear your perspective on how you got connected with right love in our arms um and what in the world compelled you to rollerblade across the country to raise money for them just specifically that whole story (laughs) so actually the rollerblading part came first I I want to do this for probably like four or five years and came time to do it this upcoming year and I was looking for a charity because I wanted to support something along the way and make the trip about everybody and not just myself. So I was thinking about something that's universal that everybody could get behind. And that's um, when I thought of mental health and I was thinking of different mental health charities and a tree at Lover Arms stood out because not only focuses on mental health, but other things like addiction and eating disorders. And I feel like anybody can relate to it in some way or another. Mm. So is there like a specific thing that happened where you found Trilometer Arms or did you just like look up different mental health uh, nonprofits, organizations, different things like that? Well, I actually knew about them for quite some time. I think it was a very up and coming mental health charity back mm-hmm. when I was in high school and everyone was talking about it and I would see people wearing the shirts and like bands and musicians I listened to would also wear all their merch. So I knew about it. And then once... I was re-looking for charities. I saw them and like realized I knew them already. So it felt like I should because I already know them. (laughs) Mm, That's awesome. Yeah. I love what they do. When we went down to Florida um, and got to see like their, their place, it was really cool because it was, it's just home. It just feels like home. The space is Mm -hmm. home. The people that work together, their coworkers, staff, like all of it's just a family. And so you feel very welcomed. Um, Even if you've just met them, it's just like they make it super welcoming and just like they, you would imagine it being because it is like mental health nonprofit. They do so well to like form the true genuine connection, which you don't see a lot of. Well, the moment I reached out to them, they were super friendly, super accommodating. And the whole time they were absolutely supportive. So it felt like the right choice to make. Yeah, that's so awesome. And a huge part of 
our mission is encouraging youth and young adults to use their gifts and talents to help others. And honestly, like you're an amazing example of this, kind of like what I said before, uh, we've seen kids use simple everyday tasks like building Legos to raise awareness and money for organizations working mm-hmm. around the world. But we watch your stories on Instagram and this wasn't easy, obviously, because we saw pictures and like videos of your body got pretty beat up um, and you weren't alone, <laughs> which is amazing because I feel like that's so important. Community is really important, especially when doing yeah. these type of things. Um, but this was a huge effort. So the motivation had to be pretty great as well. Um, and I'd love for you to share your thoughts on that specifically. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it was very difficult. Uh, and the reason... Also, another reason why I thought mental health would be a super good charity to choose is that I was using my mental health all along the way. It was very, a very big mental challenge, aside from being a very athletic challenge. But the reason I chose rollerblading, well, I don't know if I chose it or just, I guess, I guess it's chosen. I, when I learned how to rollerblade or just like discovered rollerblading like five years ago, that I'm, I'm such an all or nothing person. And I remember it was like, after about, I don't know, a week of rollerblading, I was just like exploring the city of Portland on skates. I'm like, wow, this is like the perfect sort of transportation to just discover new things and explore. And every city I would go to, I would, uh, I rollerblade in just cause it's the best way to get around. You can like take them off, go into stores, just take them into stores. People usually don't care. And, uh, but after about like 10 days or so, and I was rollerblading in Portland, I'm like, I wonder if I could like take this further. So I was just like typing on Google to see if anyone's ever went across the country on rollerblades. And I came across like a handful of people. And ever since I was like, oh, it's it's been done before and I want to do it and I'm going to one day. It was kind of just that. And um, it's it's been kind of a big part of my life. I don't even really consider myself a rollerblader. I'm not that good at it. I know it seems like crazy because I went across the country on it, but I've, I, I can't do tricks or anything. I'm not even that good at breaking. I'm very basic rollerblader. I can, I can like go far, I could go long, but I can't do like anything fancy or beyond that. But uh, it's still been a special thing to me because when I do put them on and I go out and exploring, it's like an outlet for me. And I remember there's this like one specific moment I had in New York where I was feeling kind of unwell and I first moved there and I was messaging my friend Tim and he's like, when's the last time you rollerbladed? And he's like, you're right. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta get out there. So that's why I wanted, I also wanted to choose a mental health charity because rollerblading helps in my mental health. And I guess just, I want other people to see that they can just take something small they love. It doesn't have to be anything grand. Like I said, I'm not a great rollerblader, but they can push themselves to the limit and do whatever they want with it and inspire people along the way. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's so beautiful, or one of the things that's so beautiful about your story and why we wanted to have you on is because I feel like that idea gets lost a lot of the times because, I mean, for me, I'm, I love songwriting. And so a lot of what it is or what I've had people tell me in the past is you will never be a good songwriter because you're not good at X, Y, and Z. You have to be at this certain level in order to be seen as someone who's a good songwriter. And I'm like, well, no, because songwriting looks different for everyone. And even if you wouldn't consider yourself a good songwriter, whatever that means, you know, like there are little things about yourself that are so beautiful and that make you a good songwriter. 
it does it doesn't look the same for everyone but even oh, in just yeah. the small little things it's what's so important to look at yeah mm-hmm. yeah there's there's no right or wrong way to do anything it's mm-hmm. and you don't have to be great at it but if you are passionate enough you can just do it right it's all about the passion <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yes I 100% agree with that um, and so there's absolutely no way that you can rollerblade across the country uh, and not learn a few things about yourself. I'd love for you to spend some time talking about that. And it can be a pretty difficult conversation, but also like one of those things where even though we don't know each other super well, like I just love this fact that we can have this really cool conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, were there any moments when you wanted to give up? If there were, what kept you from doing it? Oh my gosh every single day every day was so tough even I think beforehand was was honestly the hardest part just thinking about it I always feel like anticipating can be worse than actually doing um and I I've never done anything like this before in my life so I didn't know what to expect I didn't feel like I had the right tools me and, me and Scotty were just winging it we actually didn't even have really um a route until like a week before it was kind of like, it was, it was a planned thing, but also a last minute thing we were doing. But yeah, many times I wanted to give up. And one thing I didn't like tell anybody about, but I was having this terrible uh, nerve pain that was going on in my legs, probably like halfway through towards the end that every day after like five miles of skating, it was unbearable. I was taking so much Tylenol, even if I iced it, it did nothing. I went to the doctor and they're just like, they told me to stop, but I'm like, I have to finish. So I just kept going. And now I'm not, I've I developed like really bad tendonitis from it and I can't exercise probably for like another six more months. So I think the, yeah, every day I was in so much pain that I wanted to give up, but I really wanted to finish. And just, I think things like that, you have to take one day at a time and just look at the end goal, but also look how far we came. It seemed silly too you know, go halfway through the country and not the other half. Mm-hmm. And when you wake up in the morning, you kind of forget all the pain from the day before. So <laughs> it was, it was interesting, but learning wise, I guess I, I realized I was a lot more athletic than I thought I was. I didn't know how to train for something like this. I know the people I've read about in the past, they were like super hardcore athletes. And I just, I have barely, I run sometimes and I rollerblade sometimes. And I haven't really done hardcore athletics since high school, which was almost 10 years ago. So that was, it was fun to see my body just get used to the, the daily routine of just skating for 10 or 12 hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess strong-minded. Like I said, it was a big mental challenge just doing the same thing over and over again and going through all the obstacles we went through and all the terrains and yeah. So I guess I realized I'm just stronger in yeah. summary. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I, I love that though. I loved what you said about how honestly the anticipation is a lot worse than the actual doing of something. I feel like that's just been my lesson within the like last two, oh three gosh. years specifically. You just work yourself up so much to the point of exhaustion. Yeah. And then once you're actually doing it, you're like, oh wait, this yeah. is not as bad as I thought. <laughs> and it I wish more people really would talk just, about yeah. that. 
yeah, you really just got to do it and not think about it as much. I remember I was, I was thinking about the most irrational things before the trip. I was just looking up, uh, I, I was for some reason just convinced I was going to get attacked by like a pack of feral hogs, which is so irrational. But I saw that like one lady got attacked in Texas. It was like, oh, like. I know they're like an infestation in Texas right now and like they're gonna find us. So every every night I was like looking them up, looking at how to avoid them, looking what time of day they come out, oh looking where they come out. And mm-hmm. honestly, we did see some, but like they didn't, they just like left, like they just walked away. Like they, they want nothing to do with us. So all that stress for nothing. And I wasn't even stressed out about like important parts of the trip. It's, I was like just mm-hmm. looking up feral hogs or other random stuff that didn't really matter. <laughs> I mean, yeah, matter though. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, definitely. But yeah, once you, I feel like once you just start something, all that anxiousness and stress just kind of goes away, and you're just, you're not thinking as much. You're just doing. And I think mm-hmm. that's how I work better, just by doing. And I'm a, I'm a person of movement. I don't like to relax. I just keep going. Yeah, yeah. I need to be. I need to be that way more. <laughs> I feel like you get to a point where it's like you're just so worried about the anticipation and you're like I can't function and then a lot of it just shut down and well doesn't your your families you guys are big travelers though right yeah we did that for a really long time and it's funny because actually before that trip we never really did a lot of traveling we had moved a couple times um in New England for a little Mm -hmm. while but then the RV trip just completely changed everything and now we're like well I mean, we're in Chattanooga. Where else are we going to go? What else are we going to see? What a crazy lifestyle change. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a complete different change of perspective. We've changed so much now because of that. And I was actually, that was going to be the next conversation that I wanted to have with you too, is because having such a, and it wasn't like maybe a drastic change from how you were actually living your life before. But I think like doing something kind of like the RV for us, where it was like, oh, for this duration of time, we're going to be doing something completely different than we've been doing our entire lives. And because yeah. of that, we've changed so much as humans, like, like you said, recognizing your strength. Um, how would you compare yourself to who you are now to like a year ago or before you did this trip? I would, wow. I would say I've grown in every single way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing something like that, it, it really did improve myself and like my outlook on life too it made me realize that now everything I want to do in the future just seems so achievable my my mind feels more open and free and I I do feel less anxious like like I just said like I don't feel like I have to think about things so much because I just know everything will work out and that trip taught me that I feel like everything works out or you make you make it work out Mm. and that's how I feel like I'm I've lived my life since I've stopped the trip. I just trust my instinct and just do things. And everybody has reasons for the way they think. Everything's valid. And some people do better when they're they're type A or they have to plan things and they, they enjoy to premeditate everything they do. And that's what better for them. But just me, I I think I was on the fence before this trip back and forth. If I'm more of a planner or just more of a doer and this made me realize that I am just a person who just goes out and do, does things and just can make it happen despite whatever it is. Yeah, I think we need um, more representations of that too. I think as someone who 
for me, I like planning things and just doing things makes me super nervous. So hearing this different perspective of like someone that's like, no, yeah, this is just some of how my brain works. I think that's so cool because we don't necessarily realize that everyone's wired in a different way. And then when we do realize it, it's like, oh, this is what makes us human. And this is what makes us like, you know, so different and unique and beautiful in our own little ways. Yeah, we all can't be the same. Right. So I think it's really cool that you were willing to come and share your story. Um, I know people are going to be super encouraged by hearing this. I'm super encouraged by it because I think we always need to do something that'll make us just a little bit more afraid or just get out of our comfort zones. Um, Mm -hmm. It'll help us see more of the bigger picture and what we are truly capable of. And sometimes we lose track of that because we are so anxious or holding on to ourselves just a little bit. So absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. Is there anything else that you would like to part wisdom or just encourage people that are listening today? I would just say that you don't have to be good at something to do it. Just do it. Mm. You get better along the way. Mm, I love that. Yay. Thank you so much for coming on. It was such an honor getting to talk with you. This was seriously a pleasure. So thank you. Me too. Thank you for having me. I love your podcast. I love what you guys do. And I'm glad that we're able to connect. I know. Me too. Yay. Well, for those listening, we will see you guys next time on The Wonder Podcast.